Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships, starting with our Go membership that teaches rules-based trading and our Pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to LockInYourSuccess.com memberships. We had that special situation where it happened all at the same time, which is to say a situation where we can combine our charting, our technical analysis, our view of the market with applied volatility analysis. Now, most everybody here is, uh, they understand TA, they're probably better at TA than I think. They have uh, probably challenges and obstacles with pulling the trigger or expressing their technical analysis view. Um, and, and I'm certainly not generalizing. And remember, I'm always coming from the, the point of view that I've been in everybody's seat on the other side. I've stepped in all the potholes. And at one time, long time ago, John did as well. And we're always students of the game. Um, so I speak from experience. Uh, it's easy to see something in the charts, be fairly convicted, and then chicken out and lean on the rules. Of, of our trade. And I'm going to show you how you can start to evolve beyond that. And many times when you can get a confirmation or at least the two types of major analyses that we do, which is technical analysis or charting and apply volatility analysis come together, you have a very high probability trade, which is exactly what John was talking about in the beginning, which is the essence of what we're trying to do. So let's walk through that. I wanted to give you the market context of where these two things came together from a charting perspective. Now we're on May and I'll get to the charts, but I just want to lay down the foundation. Uh, May 24th of this year, we're looking at the Russell. There's what we called a two bar or two B reversal, which is effectively a fake breakout of a range uh, triggered on this day. And there was also a price pattern target hit. And for those of you um, who watch John's market outlooks, you know he uh, uses those quite frequently, and they are to this day still amaze me in their accuracy. So you have two very strong, and on this information alone, you could take action, right? You don't really need more than this, but let's fill out the rest of this picture. I had on a M34U, your basic M34U. Uh, there was 24 days left in the trade. I did notice in my trade, mostly from experience, but also from the modeling in the O&E software, that my delta was a lot more positive than it should have been relative to where the market was in the tent. And I'll I'll show you all this. Again, I want to set the stage. And the position was quite drawn down. And there wasn't a material move in the market. You know, if the market had really uh, zoomed outside the tent to the upside or really uh, fell out the backside of the tent, we would accept uh, expect a pretty good drawdown in the trade, but this market hadn't really moved that much, and so I'm I'm noticing some some activity in the position that is not meeting my expectations. And some of that's based on experience, um, but I'm also going to show you how you can read that in your T plus zero line. Um, and effectively, 
when I'm saying that in my, it's it's mm -hmm. so important, Stephen, to have expectations, even if you are wrong with those expectations is so you understand whether things are going the way they should be. And if they're not maybe taking some clues out of that. Yes. And it's, yeah. And expectations to your point, not only in, um, our charting and our technical analysis, but expectations in how the positions should be behaving. And let me put some context around that. Should it be drawn down? Should the market, should the position be up or down? And we're talking about material, you know, on a 10 lot, I'm not talking about, you know, 50 bucks or something. If it's up or down $500 and the market hasn't moved, that's information. If the mm -hmm. Delta is much more positive Delta or negative Delta than it should be, that's information. And of course, everybody's like, well, we don't, I don't know what should be is. I get it. I hear you. Some of that comes from experience. And again, I'm going to show you how you can read that um, in your T plus zero line and get a sense of um, effectively this last bullet point. The market participants in this situation, they were flattening the skew curve, right? Um, mm -hmm. They were expecting something. I mean, I can see it in my T plus zero line. Um, and so that typically, in this scenario, typically suggests a down move. So you marry those two things together, and I've got my IV analysis is confirming my TA setup. I mean, we're talking 90-plus probabilities. Um, I mean, it, these are the kind of things that you have to hit these kind of trades. Uh, and we could talk about how, and I'm, at the end, I'm going to... Um, touch on uh, ways we can express that but it's it's not this doesn't always marry up john i'd be curious what would you say how often does it i mean we do rely a ton on our ta because we get immediate feedback iv analysis sometimes can be a bit more subtle but like you said when we have expectations of how the position should be behaving and when that deviates we marry that up with ta man that is edge on top of edge yeah, I right. mean, yeah, your trading is all about discovering trading edge. And, you know, if you're just blindly throwing on rules without any context as to what's going on in the market or through implied volatility, you're at a pretty severe disadvantage. And you can, if you're understanding, um, you know, is the charting lining up, is the implied volatility lining up, and, and you can and you can get, take some sort of a meaning from that, um, mm -hmm. You know, we talk about how many traders see this. You know, so you see the chart. If you understand charting in different time frames, you can see, hey, this is a level, maybe a resistance level that our long-term traders are seeing, our short-term traders are seeing, and you know, our implied volatility traders are also confirming that because they're doing certain thing with the implied volatility skew curves that we can see. Right. That sets you up. I mean, that puts probability on top of probability. And if you're in a you know a standard rule-based trade, you and you're you know completely oblivious to what's going on under the picture, you might be trying to flatten your position to zero delta, in a, at a mm -hmm. time when you do not want to be zero delta because everything right. in the world's telling you the market's going down, right? So, or worse, you're adjusting the opposite direction. <laughs> which right, right, right. You're adjusting up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's the difference between flying blind and flying with with the wind at your back. Mm-hmm. Right, and so, and by the way, uh, for those uh, for our existing members that were in the pro room, I did. I, this is uh, I brought this up or touched on this in real time, or maybe it was the day after. I can't remember in the room. And so, this was a suggestion from one of the members 
And we did have another member, by the way, who was astute enough to see this same change in their position um, actually a couple days before the TA set up. So kudos to that individual. I can't remember their name, but shout out to them. So for those of you who are, uh, you know, said, hey, let's go over this in a pro meeting, here it is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so let me um, – let's get to the technicals on this. So let, let's – always keep everything as simple as we can, right? So this is the Russell. This right here is May 24th, and this is the, the trigger day. Um, coming into that, Russell's just in a range, right? I know this may be a little messy with some moving averages, but keeping it really simple, we are in a range. The market's not going anywhere, okay? On this day, the market is attempting to break out and breaking out aggressively, you know, at the, at the open, you know, you got to remember when you look at these um, candles in real time, that is a green, big, long candle. And when you mm -hmm. look at this at nine 30 in the morning or 10 30 in the morning, that looks very bullish, right? So this is the end of the day. So it's, you have to kind of remember and visualize what these candles look like. This is a daily candle, but what it would look like uh, intraday. So, you're thinking, wow, here we go. This thing's breaking out. And, of course, the index and the SPX at this stage have already been moving up, making higher highs and higher lows since the beginning of the year. And the Russell's been lagging. So one can start to conclude in the morning, hey, the Russell's catching up. But once you look at this a little further, you say, well, wait a minute. We do have a price pattern target which was nailed almost to the number. Mm -hmm. And when you hop down to the lower time frames, hourly, 30-minute, whatever, we start to close below that. By the way, that was literally a prior, the highest point of this range. We start to move back below that into range. My antenna goes up, and this is um, the two-bar reversal or T, uh, 2B reversal. Right, on a shorter-term time past. frame. On a shorter-term time frame, right. You wait right. for this on a daily, you know, you've missed the trade, right? So markets are fractal. So if I go down to a 30-minute, 10-minute, you know, even an hourly, um, I believe it was on an hourly. It might have been on a 30-minute. This closes back below this 1810 level. That's confirmed on that time frame, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you can certainly wait to the end of the day, but you can see you've – kind of given up quite a few points before you um, express some kind of a, a bearish trade. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Now, you say, well, yeah, man, that happens all really fast, but not really. Let me tell you what the edge was on this. This price pattern target, when we hit a price pattern target, oh, by the way, this is the 200 moving average, 200-day moving average. When we hit that, I'm expecting the market to pull back, regardless of posture. Now, had this closed above this uh, with some aggression, uh, maybe even some volume behind it, then, yeah, it's, it's a full-on breakout. But when you start just piecing together the preponderance of evidence, right, we hit a price pattern target. We were backing off on the shorter time frames. We started to break out in the morning, and now we're making 30-minute, and now really closes below that level. I'm thinking bearish. 
So that's the context that you're seeing right there. Right. So you have an expectation and you want to monitor that expectation, right? So yeah. he, Stephen sees the breakout, which isn't too big of a surprise, right? Because we get intraday breakouts mm -hmm. all the time. He sees it. But then you want to monitor it. So it comes up and, oh, it starts to pull back. Okay, well, that's normal. If it's bullish, it should pull back above support level and then continue right. higher and break into a new swing high, in which case you want to maybe adjust to the upside intraday, right? But right. here you want to watch it. How's this behaving above this level? Oh, wait a minute. I crashed back down under my level here. Oh, wait a minute. That's very bearish. I'm going to hold off and wait and see what happens before I make my adjustment or you know, if we want to take the bearish trade or whatever, right? But, right. Yeah. It's exactly. All how it reacts. Once exactly. It now, this is going down to a lower time frame, so let's go to the hourly. So this is the morning. We get the first hour, so you get the first two the first two periods, and you close above it. This being, the eight, let's call it 18.10 is the highest point of the range. So this is breakout. We right. tag the price pattern target, and then this we immediately reverse back below. This should have, to John's point that he just made, should have come back and test this level and bounce out. Mm -hmm. So when we close close back below this and we've hit this price pattern target and now we're making another close below, the reversal is on. Or right. at least and the uh, high yeah. odds of the reversal is on. There's no certainties. Right. For those of you who, call, who, who um, follow candlesticks, that's a very bearish candlestick pattern at a resistance point. So it's, it's um, right. once it's confirmed with a breakdown under it, it, it's, it should go. It should go. Right. So that just, again, back to that concept of expectations, this should have come back to test the breakout point and then bounced, or at least gone sideways and stayed above it and showed some acceptance. When it started closing back below, that was your sign. This is a fake breakout, a.k.a. two-bar reversal. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our Trading Performance and Pro Memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.